0: Hello, today I'm really excited. We have a very special episode. I am here with Benji Armstrong. He is the CEO of Dark Matter Network. And I am Stephanie, of course, your host for Seductively Serious. And our conversation today is going to be about meeting the needs of both men and women in relationships. So, Benji's going to give his take on how he feels about how we can meet each other's needs. So, we'll start with talking about the men's needs. And Benji and I have kind of talked about this a little bit, but to meet the needs of men, you have to be able to meet the emotional needs, the biological needs, and the physical needs of a man. So, Bingy, like, how do you feel about that? How do you feel we as women can kind of help meet those needs better so that we have healthier relationships?
1: Hi, Stephanie. Uh, and thanks so much for having me on the show. Uh, appreciate you. And uh, also, big uh, appreciation to all of your listeners for uh, supporting Subductive Be Serious. Um, so, yeah, let's jump right into it. So,. Um, I think you hit the nail right on the head uh, with the needs of a man. Um, And I kind of want to add to that. I feel that um, the needs of a man are a lot more primal. Uh, And what I mean by that is that, like, you know, kind of like You know, I hear this about men all the time, like, oh, men only care about one thing or men think with their penises or, you know, whatever. Uh, Men are dogs. Men are animals. I hear these things all the time. And uh, I often think that, you know, those comments are misguided and things like that. But they're kind of just based on this idea that we already have about men. And it's that men are, you know, like it's not really that complicated. Uh, we're going to get into, you know, what women need because, you know, I, I feel like I'll have a lot to say about that too. But I feel like the needs of a man are very simple, if you will. And, uh, you know, it may seem a lot more complicated than it really is at times. But I feel like, you know, the needs of a man are, you know, they're very primal. They're very simple. They're usually based on things uh, having to do uh, with the physical space, right? Um, as opposed to women where you have to meet them everywhere. You have to meet them not just physically, but you have to meet them spiritually, uh, uh, emotionally. You know, you have to meet them, you know, in all of those different spaces where the man It's like you know, it's like you kind of have to satisfy him uh, exactly, you know, where he is at that time. So you know, like making sure that he's satisfied physically is things like you know, you know, sex and not just sex, but you know, men like massages, right? Um, Men like somebody who's just you know willing to give him a kiss on the cheek every now and then or a hug, like. You know, men are very, when it comes to uh, just as far as showing him that you care about him, they're very big on the things that you do physically to show him that, you know, you care about him. But then it gets into this stuff uh, just as far as, you know, those uh, biological needs and those emotional needs. Like, yeah, as a man gets older, a man uh, eventually sees that it's not just about having sex all the time. And it's not just about having a woman that's going to meet these emotional and these physical needs that I have just as far as, you know, we're spending nights together and uh, we're going on dates and, you know, all those nice things. It's also about, you know, helping me accomplish those goals that I have just as a primal organism, right? Like even... um, like mankind is really no different from a lot of you know animals in the animal kingdom like you know from you know lions to apes to bears like it's like that's basically kind of a goal of mankind is that i need to replicate i need to you know have a legacy i need to you know leave some type of a mark behind. So eventually a man uh, thinks about things like, okay, I'm going to have kids and things like that. And um, what's wrong with society today is that uh, a lot of men are misguided. So you see a lot of men, uh, you know, they have these, you know, things going on where it's like, okay, I'm dating this girl, I'm dating that girl. I end up with, you know, four or five, you know, baby mamas or whatever the case is. And all of that to me is just due to uh, very much being misguided. Um, In a perfect world, that man would have the one woman that he was supposed to be with all along that was helping him, you know, through that journey um and 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 it takes a woman at times who's in touch with that as well because like that takes work that's not just something that a woman's especially 21st century a woman's not just gonna know that hey that you know my, my my boyfriend's getting a little older maybe he's thinking you know about children and stuff like that even if you ask him about that. He may, you know, like, that's just, you know, rules like he's, like a lot of men aren't really gonna, you know, put themselves out there like that. They're gonna play a call and say, yeah, I'm not really thinking about that right now. And then, you know, situations, 21st century dating, it's like, yeah, he cheated on me, got a girl pregnant. Well, let's talk about the
0: roots of why things like, like how, how does that happen? Right? How do things like that happen? Do you feel it's, like women are not in today's society as good at meeting the needs of the man. And that's why men sometimes go elsewhere to find it. Well,
1: not necessarily because like, uh, there are times where maybe she isn't meeting those certain needs, but, um, there are times where she is meeting all like, like like, I've seen these relationships where she meets all his needs where, and that's what usually makes it hard. Like, you know, there's a woman that she's going to do everything for that guy. Like everything that he asks, everything that he needs, he's there. And then that guy will still turn around and cheat or whatever the case is. So I don't think it's always necessarily about her, uh, you know, failing to meet his needs because maybe she did meet all of the needs that he had. But um I think that there may be times where she may not even – realize what those greater needs are and it kind of comes from the fact that women are so complex like this is me that's just my thinking but women are very complex and their thinking and everything like that and you know their movements everything kind of has like those reasons and those purposes and things like that and men are very simple women are very primal so I think it's a thing where a lot of women these days are overcomplicating an issue that should be simple. Right. And, you know, like, and that's what's causing a lot of, you know, infidelity issues and things like that. I don't think that a man is just going out and cheating because he's not getting what he needs at home. But I think that, you know, he just ends up in a situation where, I guess it makes sense or it's easy or it's simple or it's like there's really not much to it. You know, you meet somebody and, you know, it just happens like that. So I think uh, that's something important for women, like women like, yes, um, you could be meeting all of a man's needs. But I think women need to get to that point where. You need to think about some of the things that you perhaps may not be thinking of, the things that you may be overlooking. Sometimes it's just the littlest things, like you'd be surprised, like you you don't really know how much like like playing Call of Duty with your boyfriend, that sounds stupid, but you don't realize just how much that puts you in the game as a girlfriend. Like you are really in the game if you can do things like that with boyfriend or you know like if i don't know if your boyfriend's into into you know drinking like going to a bar with him or if your boyfriend's into cannabis you know rolling a few joints with him, or you know like just little stuff like that that women may perhaps tend to overthink because um you guys are very complicated and so it's like you're doing everything you can to uh, make sure the relationship is thriving and making sure that you guys are satisfied in the relationship. But maybe also overlooking just those little things that your boyfriend craves as an individual. So um I think those are kind of those lines that we need to think about here. Because um in 21st century, like you have basically just this line where either you're with a girl or you're not with her. And usually if you're with a girl, she's going to meet all your needs because that's just very important. Girls are very big on this is my boyfriend and, you know, he he will be taken care of. Uh, It's very rare in 21st century dating that a girl, oh, I treat my boyfriend like shit. Maybe like you may see that from time to time, but generally for the most part, girls are very good to their boyfriends. And, you know, usually if a man is getting bad treatment from his girlfriends, usually because she's not his girlfriend, uh, they have some other type of arrangement going on. So women are very good at meeting men's needs when they want to. But I think sometimes they may overlook some of the needs that a man might have. They may miss a step or two. So, you know, that's just uh, a few opinions that I have on.
0: So you think that, you know, it, sometimes it's just the smaller things that we don't see on the day-to-day basis that makes that connection more important?
1: That's definitely, that's definitely the case. Um, and it's just, you know, just little things like, okay, so you're in a relationship, let's say you're in a relationship for three to five years. Um, I gave this example, guy cheats and he gets another girl pregnant or whatever the case is. On the outside looking in, that guy looks like such an asshole. He looks like such a like throwing away five years of his relationship. But when you really look inside that relationship and you analyze it, you have to really think like, well, maybe he just wanted children. Like, um, and maybe she did ask him, did he want children? But it's like maybe it's like not supposed to be that complicated. Maybe it's just a thing where we have sex, I come in you and you get pregnant, but it's like I don't want to have that conversation that's just, and that's supposed to happen naturally, you know like that's just a pri- like a primal thing where it's like now it's so complicated 21st century we have, you know, we're a birth control state we're a, you know, we're doing all these different things where it's like like my primal urge can't just unleash itself anymore, I have to tame it and you know express myself knobs so I have to like kind of I have to have a boardroom meeting for things that should just naturally occur and like I feel like I'm so in that scenario yeah that's something that may be overlooked the one's really just thinking like that way anymore where because you know we're just we're so you know advanced we're so we're moving so fast we're so uh, you know, with technology and everything like that, that we forgot, you know, that these are things that men naturally are gonna want. You know, just these little things. Like, like, even if, if your boyfriend likes to go to the strip club a lot, if you guys are arguing about that, he can't stay home. He's always at the bar. He's always at the strip club. On the outside looking in, yes, your boyfriend, he's a sleazeball. ball. And I agree because, uh, no, no boobs are more important to me than the boobs that I actually have. Like, I don't like boobs that aren't mine, so generally I don't really care for strip clubs and stuff like that. I have boobs that I can actually, you know, do things to at home. But, you know, maybe it's just like in that relationship, yeah, maybe she's like, oh yeah, like he has to tell her to take her top off. She's not just popping it up, putting it in his face. So it's like, if the boyfriend can't stay home from the strip club, then does does that not tell you that maybe you need to spice things up a little bit Just throw a boob in his face? You know, just randomly just walk around the house naked, do things like that. But it goes back to that boardroom mentality where do you expect a man to sit down and express like, babe, I, I want you to throw your boobs in my face? not smooth (laughs) you know that's not smooth and no guy is going to sit down and really just explain some of those things those are just primal urges those are just natural urges and at some point either you as a woman are in tune to that or you're not like and some women are some women understand a man's natural instincts but most i would say do not and it's not because they don't want to it's because you know that's just you know evolution like we have become so advanced and so complex and as women especially as being the more complex of you know our species that yeah it's like they're not really thinking that way or they're, they're 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 very much overthinking those things so yeah that's that's my
0: So let's kind of break down a little bit quickly kind of on, um, the individual needs of a man, because I, I absolutely agree. Like there is definitely some breakdown sometimes of expectations of what, um, a man needs in a relationship. And so maybe the woman is meeting the majority of the needs, but then they're not able to meet all of them. And a lot of that is because maybe she doesn't realize, Maybe they're small things that she doesn't think are a big deal, but to him, they are. Um, But I want to kind of talk about each individual need and then kind of see if there's anything in addition to those that you feel like is important. So when we look at the emotional needs of a man, men, from my my understanding, are very um, basic in the sense that they just want a calm, peaceful, relaxing environment, right? They don't want to come home to a nagging wife. They don't want to come home to someone bitching at them all the time. They want to come home and they want to feel like they're welcome. They want to feel like they're loved. They want to come home and be able to unwind from the day. Um, And so, and then also they want to feel supported. So if they're making career moves, um, changes in their career, advancements in their career, whatever that may be, they want to feel supported and, um, you know, and, and kind of not told what to do, but just someone to be there for them so that as they make those decisions, they know that they have someone there to support them. Um, and so, I mean, do you feel like that's pretty correct in, in the meeting of the emotional needs? Is there anything else that you kind of feel like women need to be doing more of to meet that need individually?
1: Um, Yeah, so just as far as the emotional need, yeah, you hit the nail right on the head. It's really just about, you know, peace, comfort, safety. Um, It's really just about, you know, like he should feel like me as a man. I should feel like this is mine. This is my space. Um, And as a woman, it really helps when you facilitate that, when you give him his space, when you give him his den, where, you know, he has his drinks and his cigars and watches his sports, right? Like, I'm sorry, that's a big subject. Like, if you aren't letting your man watch the game, like, I am sorry. Like, that's, like, let him watch the game. Let him watch it. That is, like, that goes a long way. Like, and I support a woman who tells him to get off of the game when it's been too long. I get that. Like, I understand that it gets out of hand, it can get carried away. But for the most part, he knows how to gauge it. Let him watch the game. But (laughs) I was getting, I'm getting off track. But that's just, you know, that's one of those things, like, that's emotional. It doesn't feel like that's an emotional need, does it? That feels very trivial. But, yes, that is a part of his emotional needs. He needs to feel like this is mine. This is my space. I can come here and kind of unwind and do those things. So, yes, give him his man cave. Give him his, you know, patio, things like that, where he, you know, like, just kind of just goes and sits down. And also, not just that, but, you know, when it's actually time to come together, when it's actually time for you and him to have your long time together, you know, he needs to see that you're peaceful there. Like, And this goes back to just, you know, the complications, just how complex things are. Um, you know, women work on the relationship a lot and men kind of tend to go with the flow at times, which that's pretty good. Like to have that dynamic there because you balance each other out sometimes. But there are times where as a woman, like, yeah, like, you know, if a man just got off of a very long day at work and he doesn't really want to talk about, you know, the, the bucket list of things that you had prepared to talk about then, you know, that's fine. It's not the end of the world because that's what date nights are for or that's what days off are for or, you know, whatever days that you guys are going to spend together, those are the days where we can sit down and just talk about the things that we need to talk about. Um, So when it's time to have peace, when it's time to have just comfort and quiet, then, you know, a woman can really satisfy a man's emotional needs by just, you know, just go with it. And, you know, let him know that, you know, you can be a person that will facilitate those activities as far as him having that peace of mind and knowing he can be around you and, you know, feel his best. A man shouldn't feel like he has to go escape to the bar. He shouldn't have to feel that he has to go escape to, you know, a friend's house or things like that. He should have a nice home where he can go and, you know, relax and, you know.
0: His home and- should be his escape
1: exactly you hit the nail on the head home is this that's where i go to, to to get away from those things right so if he's not feeling that way at home then that goes into that emotion it starts to eat away at his emotions to where he can't even really express how he's feeling anymore because he hasn't even got his chance to get his mindset together right? So he needs that home base, that place where he can go back, re-strategize and recharge before handling all the things that he has to handle, uh, at, not just as a man, but as being your man, right? As being your, 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 your husband, your wife, your, 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 you know, boyfriend, things like that. Uh, so that he can, you know, be the best him that he can be. Um, yeah. So, you know, those things just, all go together, you know, if a woman can facilitate a man getting his mind together, uh, you know, she will win him over emotionally, and, you know, these things just take, you know, commitment and wanting to actually do it, that dedication to, you know, making sure that he's happy, you know, so... Now, this, what
0: this is- about, like, for for, like, the the biological needs of a man? Like, I mean, are, do you think that men prefer to have, you know, a woman like have home cooked meals every night and make sure that, you know, um, that they're, you know, maybe even, uh, have lunches ready for them when they go to work, uh, make sure they have breakfast in the morning before they go to work. Like, do you think that's really an an important part of the relationship meeting those kind of biological basic, um, needs for the man? And that if a woman does that, that, that's really important.
1: Oh, yeah. um, I definitely feel that a woman who's big on, you know, making sure that food is not an issue, you know, in the house or at least her household, you know, because like that's important that a man doesn't really have to worry about, you know, all he really has to do is, you know, make sure that there is food. He just needs to bring the food home. And then from there, you know, he will be provided for, he will eat um i think that's very important that he can start to see a future uh that is you know based around that where it's like yeah i can start planning things differently right because now i don't really have to worry about hey i can't eat so much of this i can't eat so much of that or you know it's not it's, it's and that goes into like i can go home and like that, that that feels good as a man to say i got food at home that feels good right and that's not to say that, you know, like I understand women are human beings, so um, the idea that a woman's going to cook every single night, eh, I don't really – I mean, maybe that – like if if a woman just likes to cook, I get that. But I don't think that that's very fair. I don't think a woman should have to cook very – you know, every night. Um, I grew up in a household. You know, my mom, she can make a meal on a Sunday that can, you know, okay – We can do our meal preps and have enough of that food, you know, squared away into go plates to last us, you know, a few days. So arrangements like that. And then, okay, those next few days we have food and, you know, a woman can be spontaneous, say tonight I'm ordering takeout that's attractive too. Like, it's not always a thing where a woman has to cook, like just saying, Hey, I'm ordering a pizza. What do you like on yours? Those are probably the most sexy words in the English language. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, like and you wouldn't know that you really wouldn't get it. Um, unless you really just kind of start to think about it from those, from those terms, from that perspective. Um, especially in the society today, um, We've moved away from that. Um, yes, a man should be the provider, um, but it's gotten to the point where he has to provide everything now. So it's like, yeah. Uh, usually these days, I don't even think women are really like. It's really just a thing where a women don't know to how to cook anymore. Woman. Yeah.
0: Well, I was just saying. I mean, women don't know how to cook anymore. I mean, you find that a lot of times, like in modern society with modern women um they've never learned how to cook so it's takeout every day you know it's um and and i think you know that's really important because you know society has changed and the priorities have changed and so you know i think it's important to understand though that like for you as a woman to meet the needs of your man um, you know, those things are definitely added assets to you. You know, if a man's looking at you as an investment long term, that's an asset that you bring to the table if you can provide, if he can bring the groceries home and you can make something out of that, that's really important.
1: And yeah, that's important and um it's even just to the point where it's not even just about like yes, if you as a woman, if you can't cook then what's the next step? You, you can learn how to cook. Like, that's not a skill that you once you don't have, you never can. Like, you can learn how to cook. And that goes into communication. Like, you can have conversations about food that are more meaningful than the food itself. Just asking him, hey, what do you like to eat? That goes a long way. What do you like? Like, what should we make? Or, okay, if we are going to do this takeout thing for a while, for however long, what, like, how can we mix it up? Like, what are different takeouts that you like to eat so that I can already start thinking about those things? It shouldn't, like, a woman shouldn't be, hey, like, what, what food, like, are you you going to bring food, right? You shouldn't talk to him that way. Like, what do you mean am I going to bring food? Like, I mean, yeah, a man, I get it. I'll take care of it. If you want me to bring food, I'll bring it. But traditionally, a man would ask a woman, "What what, what are we eating tonight? You know, usually that's yeah. the way it goes. And we've moved away from that to now woman's asking the man, hey, what, what, what you going to bring me later? Like, what food are you going to bring me?
0: And yeah. it's like, wait,
1: like, that, that's <laughs> not how it's traditionally going to go. And you hit the man on the head, like, a lot of women, you're right, can't cook, but where is the effort that goes into, you know, like we've went from an effort of like from a, from an effort of a hundred percent, you know, a woman's going to make sure a man's eating. Now it's like, is it zero now? Like, not only are you not going to cook, but you have no interest in the actual process of food other than. A plate being in front of you, like that's where you get off the train. Just, you just, you're just eating the food. You you want nothing to do with the process of actually obtaining food. You don't want to cook. You don't want to, you know, like at least like if you can't cook, like just be the one who's looking up different, you know, things that we can eat and being the person to go Okay, babe, like I'm going to get some food. So when you come by later, there's going to be food here and, you know, things like that. Those things even go a long way. If you can't cook, right? Um, because I understand that, you know, not everyone's going to be the best chef. Like, there's probably even the, uh, like, you know, people who cook for their entire family and probably aren't the best cooks or the best chefs. But, you know, God bless them. At least they're trying. Um, and even maybe they have to do what I'm suggesting they have to mix it up. It's like, okay, I can't cook the best, so I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to, you know, okay, these days we're getting Mexican. These days we're getting Japanese. These days we're getting Thai, right? So like doing things like that really goes a long way. And I don't really see where, you know, we're moving away from that, you know, and now more so the man's expected to take care of everything. Um, so I think that's something that we need to get back to. Um, as a woman, you can't cook at least, like, okay, like, it's, it's, it's called YouTube. Go on YouTube and look up a few recipes. And you can start small. You can really start with sandwiches. You can make him a damn, you know, a, a hero sub. That's, in some places, a hero sub and some potato chips is dinner. Yeah. Men are simple. Men don't need a five-star meal. He just he just needs effort he needs to just be the needs the full be-
0: the just needs the full belly
1: <laughs> that's it. he is a full belly and he needs the effort that goes into the full belly. He needs like you should you should actually care about his belly being full and once we get back to that and try to simplify these things you know we we're we're, we're we're gonna get to a point where relationships start to improve. Um, but yeah, like the modern American woman these days, it's like, yeah, like if you made a woman that could cook and actually values those things, you know, you've hit the gold pot because you can open a woman's fridge and there's nothing in there, right? So it's like, not only, so you are just not interested in that. It's like, you, you're, like, and me as a man, I'm like I'm the type of guy where, okay, if my girlfriend's fridge is empty, I, I fill it up for her. That's fine. But, I'm not filling it up just, you know, to fill it up. I'd actually like, okay, I'm filling it up, so I'd like you to make some of these things, right? Like I'm yeah. getting the process going. I'm, a, I'm, I'm You know, I'm a jump starter. I like to get these processes started. Like maybe she may, you know, not be interested in the buying of the groceries, but if I buy her the groceries, attempt to make something. Yeah. Like, 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 even the, like, can you make just a sandwich? It's not even really just have to be a five star meal or anything like that. I think that's another important misconception too. I think people don't really want to try anymore because I guess the bar is too high. Well, because uh, the bar is too high on, um, you know, okay, the women who do cook, their meals look like this. And I don't think my meal is going to look that way. So I'm not even gonna try to cook for my man or thing like that. And I think that's a fallacy. It's like you should always try something because that those are the things in the long run that are gonna that are, that are really gonna make your relationship secure. And it's gonna make your boyfriend, your boyfriend or your husband your man. He's gonna let him know that hey, this woman you know she really cares. She's gonna meet my needs, and I can you know envision a future with her. Right, I'm not going to starve to death. essentially that. That's a very important thing. It's like here she has my back.
0: you know yeah, so let's let's talk about like the physical need. I mean, ha- I mean, are you kind of do you are you under the mindset of like you want a classy lady, you know, out in public, but then, you know, once you get in the bedroom, like no holds barred. It's the freak nasty. like, let's get it on kind of thing. Like you know, you hear so many. Men talk about women being so prude in bed. You know, it's missionary style and you get off, you roll over, you go to sleep and that's it. You know, and men are complaining that, you know, women are not meeting their needs sexually. Like they want the the woman who, you know, has no shame, will do anything, doesn't mind having her ass slapped or hair pulled, you know, uh, all different positions anyway, you know, um, you can, you can do it and, and, and make it fun and interesting. I mean, do you find that, um, you know, a lot of women aren't meeting the needs because they are a little more prudish or they're not willing to try things in the bedroom or they're self-conscious. And so, you know, they're, they're just not open to exploring things sexually and, is it important for a woman to kind of let go of all insecurities and, and let the man kind of dominate and do what he needs to do in the bedroom?
1: You make very, very good points there. Um, and I kind of want to start by saying that uh, to answer your question, it's it's there's a lot of different perspectives to look at it. Um, you're right. Some men are making these comments that, you know, these women are lazy in the bedroom, but... When you talk to the ladies, they're saying, I don't know what he's talking about. That's him, right? So you don't really know what's going on in the bedroom. The only people that really know what's going on in the bedroom are the people who are in it. And obviously, when it comes time to tell these stories, you're going to get a he said, she said. You're just getting you know, that person's perspective. So, um, And I've even heard stories that were funny like in this way where... A guy will tell you a story where, yeah, man, I was beating that girl up, man. I made I made, I made, made her, you know, tap out. Like, I made, like, you know, it's like he's just telling the story that he really puts in this work on a woman, that he just really sexually satisfies her. And then you can talk to the exact same woman, and she'll say, yeah, man, I was whack. I didn't feel anything, and, yeah, he wasn't really that good. He, they couldn't get hard. It's like it, I, I wasn't satisfied. So when like, seeing like, and that's actually, I've actually been in situations like that. I would make a good story on its own, but, you know, I digress. But it's like, I've been in situations where it's like, yeah, perspective is one hell of a thing. It's like, and I think we need to get back to just, you know, the communication. Like, it's okay for us to talk about what we're going to do sexually because that is the only way that we are going to improve. And I just like, like, yes, some of those things are natural and they're primal that you're just going to get through practice and experience. But the people who are, you know, I guess more, you know, who have more prowess, the people who actually, you know, have, you know, just those badges and that skill set, just as far as actually being able to satisfy their partner. They did it through communication. Like, how did I get so good at eating vagina? Is because yeah, some of the women that whose vaginas I ate taught me how to do it. Like, well, how else am I supposed to? Like, why don't men know where the clit, where the clit is? Why don't they know? It's because none of none of the girls ever told him. And I don't think any of the. Like, I guess that's a primal need for women. It's like I get that. Like, why should I have? To Tell him um, where the clit is. Like, I'm not doing that. Like, you're a grown-up man. Like, you should know where my clit is, right? But if none of those women ever tells him how, like, he that's just a guy. Like, he's like, he probably never seen a diagram since in his, either in his life or since the sixth grade. So he's just not going to know if we don't communicate those things. I think communication and uh, educa- sexual education, you know, sexuality in general, is something that we need to uh, get back into just as far as uh, actually getting better at sex and being able um, to uh, sexually satisfy our partners.
0: Not make it so taboo.
1: It's not taboo because, and what is this thing where it's like we're not going to talk about sex, we're just like we're either going to do it or we're not. I think of that. Is problematic in itself. It's like you and a person should know damn well that you're gonna have sex. Like isn't that like isn't that how you avoid miscommunications? Isn't that how we avoid the errors by being clear and direct? And if a woman is able to like, and I, me, fortunately, I've met a lot of women who were comfortable in their sexuality. I've met women who told me before I even had a chance to see him naked. They already gave me their instructions. I want you to pull my hair. I want you to, you know, scratch my back. I want you to fucking push my fucking head in the pillow. I want you to suck it. Stuff like that. It's like, yeah, you've already given me those instructions before we've even had a sexual encounter. So I am already... Twice as good as I would have been when we finally do get in the bedroom, right? And that's not to say that it's even gonna be perfect because, yeah, sex takes practice, it takes experience. You're not gonna get it all on the first encounter. It may happen sometimes where you only had sex with a person once and it was amazing, but usually it just so happens that, you know, most uh, sexual relationships are gonna take time. Uh, to develop and become, you know, as good as they uh, are going to be. So, yeah, sex shouldn't be as taboo unless you and a person just aren't going to have sex, then I get it. But if it's pretty clear that you and a person are interested in each other sexually, you should be able to talk about it at least, you know, just as far as um, preventing whatever error. So you don't have to have these stories about how, you know, you didn't get what you wanted from this person. Um, I also think that it is uh, in a man's habit to probably exaggerate just a bit. I usually side with the women when it comes to their stories on sex because a woman's gonna be honest. Uh, they're usually like, even if they hate a man's guts, they they'll say, "Yeah, he was pretty good in bed, but he was a dumbass." You know, I'll say it. I've heard those stories. Whereas a man usually says every woman he's with, you know, got the business. And that's (laughs) when I'm like, all right, come on, dude. Like, yeah, like I'm a man. I'll admit I had some, some, you know, BDD. That's bad dick days, right? So every every guy's had at least one. Like, come on. like, And any guy that tells you otherwise, you may want to investigate him. Every guy's have his bad dick days like it just it happens it's natural and that's the same for women every woman has her bad pussy days right so you tell these stories about how a woman was lazy in bed she didn't want to move and stuff like that well she just she wasn't at a hundred percent that day that doesn't mean that's how she always has sex right on another day on another opportunity she rocked that guy's world she you know gave him three different positions you know, she took it down her throat, She did all types of stuff for that for, for for that experience, right? So it's just you know, it's it's like you're not always gonna have your best game every time out, and that's you know where the experiences you know come into play and come into factor. Uh, the more experiences you have, so who's to say that you give that girl? a few more opportunities and you finally do get the sexual, you know, the sexual experience that you want from her. So I disagree that a woman's going to be lazy in bed every single time, but to the women who perhaps may be lazy in bed and don't want to do much, or to the men, I think it's probably more common for men to be lazy in bed um, because, you know, men are just so primal. They're not really thinking. There's some men who, you know, you believe it or not, probably have never made a woman come. Like, that's sad. Like, if you've never made a woman come, right? And I think that's more prevalent. Like, a man usually comes every time he has sex. But you'd be surprised there are women who live 40, 50 years of life and have never had an orgasm. That's sad because these men aren't, you know, actually putting in the work. Like, where's your. I want to use the right words here, but where's your pride? Where's your sportsmanship? Like, right? Like, it's like you're building a resume. You're going to have that on your resume that, like, every girl you've, you've been with, you've never made a woman come. That doesn't look very good, man. Like, that just that, that looks bad. Like, you have to have some sense of pride to the point where, like, yeah, I'm going to try to rock every girl. Like, if I'm with this girl, I'm going to rock the world, you know, and I'm going to make it happen. So I think that probably goes both ways. I think both men and women alike, we need to get back to that point where we actually take some sense of pride in being able to satisfy our partners sexually um, and just, you know, communicating those things, getting better, making improvements and doing those things we can do to become the best uh, and the most compatible person for our partners when we're in the bedroom.
0: Yeah, so I agree. I mean, I think that there's definitely communication issues. And I think that, you know, it is also two sides to every story, right? I mean, so definitely, when people are talking about their sex life, it could be either over exaggerated or under exaggerated. But I think that communication, and making sure that you're putting in the effort on both ends, both men and women you um, can allow for the sexual pleasure in the bedroom to be higher. So yeah, I mean, I think that's very important key points that you kind of bring up as far as how to meet the physical needs of the man, and uh, and you know, and I appreciate that insight because I think that a lot of women. You know, don't look at the perspective of a man. They just see what they see, and that's how they assume things are going. And so, um, so yeah, so I think that's good. Let's talk about um, women now. I and mean, let's move, let's change directions. So we talked kind of about the men's basic needs, um, you know, but women have basic needs as well, and they're different from men. So the basic needs of the women are um, affirmations. Um, attention and affection. And, you know, when we talk about affirmations, women like to feel like they're doing good, or they're appreciated. Right. So, you know, if if they've spent all day cleaning the house, and their man comes home and doesn't say anything that can upset them, because, you know, they need those little kind of key notes that he noticed, like he noticed that I did this, And men, I don't think need affirmations as much, but women kind of thrive on that. Um, If, if they, you know, if they've done something and he doesn't notice, that's a big deal. So what are your thoughts on kind of how can a man meet that need of a woman? How, what do you think is important for a man to do to kind of make sure that he's giving her those affirmations throughout their relationship?
1: Um, well, I feel that first things first is that it's okay for a woman to let that be known to their man, like, you know, communication, right? So that's important. It's okay for you as a woman to let your man know that, hey, these are the things that, you know, that I'm going to be doing for you. Like, if you clean the house. Like, a man's not the type of person that's gonna notice that, like, that's just annoying to him. His house should be clean, right? He may notice if the house is filthy, but, you know, if the house is clean, he's probably not gonna notice because
0: that's just, you know, the that's the clean. expectation. Like, sometimes,
1: like, we're, you know, it's like, we can be dumb. Like, sometimes we just kind of go through those motions. We come home, the house is clean. That's how it should be. So, you as a woman, it's okay. That's your man. Grab him by the balls. Let him know, yeah, I just I cleaned the house today. I made you dinner. Like, tell him, right? And let him know that these are things that, you know, that you are not just going to let be swept under the rug. That, yes, this is an accomplishment. And if you tell him and he still doesn't notice, then show him. Stop cleaning the house, right? Let his laundry pile up to Mount Everest and let the fridge get empty. Let him go a couple of days without tasting that cooking, and let him see that. uh, Let him come to you and say, babe, what happened? And you're going to say, oh, you can say, yeah. So, oh, so you, you notice that I do those things. Do you want me to do those things for you now? I think that may even happen at the start of a lot of relationships. Like that's good where a woman can kind of in a sexy way say, hey, so do you want me to cook for you? That's sexy as hell. And a man will say, yeah, I do want you to cook for me. And from there, you've established that, you know, dynamic There's like, yeah, my, my wife, my girlfriend, she makes me meals. She makes me lunches. She makes me dinner. And that's something that, you know, you can communicate. Uh, and also, like, as a man, just, you know, making her woman know that, yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, like, just little things like, you know, telling her, hey, I really like this meal. Can you make this meal for me often? Right? I like when you do these things. I like when you do that thing. It's like, and just little things, it's like you in a relationship, you can talk about things like, yeah, I was watching this movie or whatever, like, oh, this is just a conversation. So you can tell your girlfriend, hey, I was just watching this movie. I was watching, you know, My Crazy Addiction, and this woman was addicted to her house being dirty or whatever the case is. And then you can say, babe, I'm so glad you're not like that because you you always clean. You always do these things. Little things like that will make your girlfriend blush where she's just like, yeah, so he does notice, right? So I think that it, it's a thing where you don't have to be so shush about it because if you're just waiting for your man to notice a lot of those things, he probably won't. You don't have to be sure, shush, shush. Put it in his face. Let him know that that's something that is to be noticed, that is to be commented on. And, yeah, he will get the point and make sure. And I get it. At some point, you don't want to feel like you're forcing him to do it. So that's why I suggested, you know, that other option where if he's not going to eventually start noticing it on his own, there's ways to force him to now start to notice those things. right? If he's going to stop complimenting you on, you know, hey, you know, babe, like whenever we go out, you look so pretty. I like the way you do your makeup. I like the way you do your hair. I like the way you put yourself together when we're going to company dinners or when we're going to movie premieres and things like that. If he's going to stop complimenting you on that, okay, try him one time on your way out the door, leave in your yoga pants and you know in your sweater. Try to leave him that. A man will <laughs> very quickly will tell you to go back <laughs> upstairs and get yourself together, right? You can force him at a point to notice those things. If you are, you know, witty enough, a man likes a woman who can be as witty as him. You know, it's like sometimes a guy and a girl can just, you know, we can just be kind of like two guys in a sense. Like we can kind of like talk to each other and let those needs be known in that sense where it's like, okay, if the the direct approach isn't working, then show him, physically show him that these are the things that you do and I guarantee you it'll work. Um if it if it does get to that point where he just refuses to acknowledge the good that you do, then yeah, maybe you just don't have the right person at that point. But to the most point, even if a man is being as, you know, nonchalant or, you know, non observant, even if he is at that point where he just doesn't notice these things, there's usually more ways than one to get him to notice. And you know, eventually you'll have those needs met just as far as, you know, being affirmed and a man noticing the things that you do. But most men will notice the things that you do. It's just he may not compliment it or really point it out. Or it may be perhaps something that he notices, but it's on the back of his mind. It's not like, okay, the house is clean, but that's because the house is always clean and that's because the house is supposed to be clean. So it's just, it's just another day. It's just a regular Wednesday, you know? So things like that really go a long way to me.
0: So what do you think about, um, like women, so on top of affirmation, like women need attention, right? And the day in and day out things that, happen you know coming home eating dinner together all those things are really not their attention but they're not the attention that the woman wants right so she wants date night she you know if you have kids after the kids go to bed she wants that alone time with her man like she wants to have like that special time where he's focused on her and he's giving her attention Do you think that men generally try to do that and that they do a good job of that? Or do you feel like, you know, um, setting, setting up date nights is something that needs to be done more often. Like, how do you think you can meet the needs of a woman in the attention aspect better so that women feel more loved or more connected to you?
1: Um, yeah, so uh, you're right that this is something that's really important. I think the attention factor may be number one out of everything. But if your woman feels that, you know, she, like the person that she's with actually pays, you know, very close attention. Like, you know, women kind of do get to that point where they'd like their boyfriend to be their number one. And um, but um, the dating conversation gets very complicated. Uh. There's many theories that go into the attention attention uh, factor, but um, there really is kind of, of this balance. Um, I do not believe, you can correct me if, you're, if I'm wrong, but I do not believe that a man who gives a woman 100% of his attention is going to last very long. It's like... I don't think that that's a thing that is sustainable. Just like I don't think women really want their man. Like, they kind of want a man that has things to do. They don't want their man to be obsessed about them, if that makes sense. It's like, you can't really be too available or too into it, if you will. Uh, I think women tend to be attractive to men who they have to try, like, I need to get his attention. I think that's a lot more desirable. Then, yeah. so that, I, that that's something that I wanted to ask you before I even go any further. Do you do you think that that's true? Do you think that like you as a woman, do you are you more attracted to a man whose attention that you have to get, as opposed to a man who like he basically has doesn't have anything else going on? So you already have. 1,000 percent of his attention and like, what do you think about? Well that?
0: yeah no I agree. I mean women don't like men who are readily available and so yes I absolutely agree that you know a man investing a hundred percent of his free time attention into a woman is eventually going to make the woman not want him. Right. I mean, she, once she has him and she has all of his attention, she's going to lose interest. And so, yeah, I mean, I absolutely agree. Like investing all of that attention into her can definitely be counterproductive. Um, you know, but I still think if you're in a relationship with someone, boyfriend or husband, you know, women appreciate the every once in a while, like, Hey babe, get dressed, you look pretty. Cause I'm going to take you out you know, I want to do something special for you and give you that one-on-one attention. And even in the evenings, like, you know, after a long day, we, you know, you've worked all day. um, The kids are in bed, you know, and now it's just you and I, you know, like, Hey, not every night, obviously. I mean, you can't do this regularly, but say, you know what, tonight, let's just put on a show. Let's cuddle. Let's, you know be together and and let me just you know give you that that attention you know that that I haven't been able to give you for the past week because things have just gotten crazy and life's gotten in the way so i think when when we talk about attention you're right there's this very fine line of how you meet that need because you don't want to be overbearing, but you also don't want to not give enough that then she's like, man, he never pays attention to me, you know? Um, And so there's definitely kind of a balance that may make it very difficult for a man um, to, to meet that need. But I still think it's important that, you know, there are special times set aside you know that the man says okay you know it's it's not an anniversary it's not a birthday but i still want to take you out let's go do something you know
1: yeah and i definitely think that this is the topic like the attention aspect that's basically uh the twilight zone if you will of you know satisfying needs it's like that's basically where a man It's like it gets confusing as a man because we're so simple, but now we're being asked to have such complex range of thought. You know, it's like I have to be able to hold two contradictory thoughts. I have to be able to hold those two thoughts at the same time. Right. In order to succeed in this relationship, so she needs attention, but doesn't need it all the time. Right. So there may be even times where, yeah, I want to call her or, yeah, I want to text her. Yeah, I want to go out with her. But according to this, you know, this, this, this this vertex or this, you know, this spectrum, if you will, these rules that we've set up, like, you know, I can't do that. We just went out two days ago or, you know, like, nah, I can't be on the phone with her. We were just on the phone yesterday. You know, just little stuff like that where it's like, naturally speaking, a man probably wants to take you out every day. I mean, I don't. Know. I can't see every night, but you never know. Like a man probably wants to take his woman out every day. He probably wants to have date nights more often. He probably wants to do those things, but he's at this point where he has to be so cool, right? He has to be just so,
0: you know, like kind of disconnected in order to keep his relationship going. And even that may get
1: kind of tiring at a point. Um, I think that's probably why a lot of couples look forward to you know, growing old and retiring with each other because, um, a lot of those things won't really factor in anymore. It's like we're 60 years old and, you know, we're not really playing these games. We're probably going to be spending you know, every hour of every day, we're because we're so old. We, you know, we need to keep each other alive basically. But, you know, while you're young and navigating these things, yeah, it definitely gets very complicated up to that point. Um, But you hit the nail on the head with a lot of what you said. Um, And me as a guy, um, this isn't just me personally. I'm very initiative. Um, I don't like the things to get stale. Like, um, I'm the type of person where, like, yes, we can do date nights, movies and stuff like that. But eventually those may get kind of dry, too. Like eventually, yeah, we've already done the dinner stuff a lot. We've already done the movie stuff a lot. So now it's time to switch it up. It's time for us to take a trip. Right. It's time for us to fly here. It's time for us to fly there. Or just little stuff. It's like we're going to try something different. We're going to try skiing. We're going to try canoeing. We're going to try, you know, different things. It's like and that's just me as a man. Um, Personally, but I know for a fact that um, in most relationships, it's probably the woman who is uh, managing those things. The guy is just comfortable, just, you know, as long as we have sex, we can just, you know, stay in the house for a few hours. And that's basically our relationship. I come over, we have sex, we order takeout, and that's just about it. So the relationship that I described there, that's not sustainable. That's not exciting. Uh, And even though your needs may be satisfied just as far as, okay, you ate, right, you had sex and you were touched, you were loved. But as far as that excitement factor and uh, for the women is specifically uh, just feeling like I am loved, feeling like, you know, he is paying attention to what I feel and what I need. That's not really going to do it for her. Um, and it gets to a point, um, I examine social media a lot. Women do need a lot of attention. Uh, it's to the point where women are at the point where it's like, yeah, I have my husband. And then when I go to work, I have my work husband. What is the purpose of the work husband? This is the guy who satisfies my needs at work. But you know, there's no strength attached to this because we're not going to do anything. I just work with him. After work, I have my regular husband that I can go home to. Right. So, and then on top of that, you could have your husband, work husband. Uh, if you're into your internet stuff, I have my internet husband. Right. Uh, like, like, there's just women who have this whole arsenal of men, uh, to give her the attention that one man could not possibly give her. Um, to me, that is kind of problematic. Like,
0: but I understand that in this situation, I can't change that woman, right? Yeah, that's kind enough. of. If like, I change, would think that hugely problematic, but yes, I agree.
1: I can't change her. It's problematic. I don't think that a person should necessarily need that much attention to the point where it's either my way those women probably end up, you know, cheating on those boyfriends or if you need that much attention... Uh, and you know, your boyfriend's out of town for a week, he can't call you. You may end up cheating on him that week if that is the amount of attention that you require as a person, right? That you can't spend a couple of days quiet to yourself, right? That if your boyfriend doesn't call you, oh, you didn't call me. You weren't paying attention. You're always at work. How the hell is he supposed to pay for your trip? you know to the to wherever to the Grand Canyon if he doesn't work of course he's going to work and if he gives you too much attention you're going to leave him so of course he didn't call you for a couple of days or of course he didn't talk to you for a while because that is the hidden agenda behind you know satisfying your needs for attention so maybe he could call you every single day you know, but it's like that wouldn't be sustainable e- either. So it gets to a point where a woman kind of has to manage that. Like that's something that she really needs to check about herself. Um, And every woman's different when it comes to the levels of attention that they may need. But I understand that sometimes it may get out of control. It may get to a point where... You know, no man is ever going to be able to give this woman the attention that she needs, so she's just going to keep jumping from guy to guy. Not to say that it's always going to be an intimate or a sexual relationship, but she's this is just a woman that's going to have so many guys uh, to satisfy that need that she has, and every boyfriend that she has is going to be, you know, in an uphill battle trying to see is he going to survive this relationship or is he going to be burnt out just trying to make sure this woman's getting the attention that she needs um for the most part i think that the relationship's more sustainable when you know a woman can kind of just you know like yes you're getting what you need from this man and you're going to give him what he needs so these little things shouldn't matter like you shouldn't be at a point
0: where you're not getting attention so now you're going to start looking for things outside of the relationship that
1: to me says that you have a bigger problem. Your problem Uh, just as far as getting the attention and has nothing to do with your boyfriend. It's not because your boyfriend's not giving you attention. It's that you require more attention than one boyfriend could possibly give you perhaps or maybe you're perhaps you're just not looking at it from a reasonable perspective. Um, But I wanted to talk to the women for a second may perhaps who really may not be getting any attention at all. Um, If your boyfriend's not giving you any attention at all, Whatsoever, if you guys been in this relationship for so long and it's just so dry and you haven't done anything, and I would encourage women to be honest, like, be honest, like, are you really sure that you guys just haven't done anything? Like, make sure you're telling the full story. If you really haven't done anything and he doesn't show any signs of wanting to do anything, then, you know, you could kind of just end that relationship. It's like, you're not getting what you need, it's not exciting enough for you. Or if you want to keep it, relationship going then you need to communicate tell him or you can communicate that this is what you want or you could initiate just tell him hey this is what we're doing we're going to start doing this we're going to start doing that and if we don't start doing those things i'm out of here and at that point you don't even really need to do much he'll make that decision of whether or not that relationship is going to continue because there are some men who are just flat out lazy and aren't Willing to, you know, take that extra step in order to spice up their relationship. So that's important as well. Just making sure that you know exactly what your person requires. Just as far as making sure those needs are, are met, and making sure that the needs that you have are reasonable. You should have a reasonable amount of attention as a woman that you expect to get from your man, while still remaining interested in him and. Like really try to gauge yourself, but to the women who have you know husband, work husband, um, online husband, like yeah, yeah. and then on top of that we go into like okay there may be the like that situation where this is my this is my friend he's a guy but he's my best friend or this is my guy uh, like this is a guy he's my you know he's my he's my stylist uh, he's my gym trainer or whatever the case is and knowing full well that there may be perhaps going, like, there's just a bit more going on there than what meets the eye, you know, you have to really look at it it's like, can one man really satisfy you if you're really at that point? I don't think a man could satisfy you. So implying that it's because he's not doing enough, that's not fair. Just admit that you are a hard person to satisfy, and then you're on the first step to getting the man that you really want. So the attention conversation, that like that is a long conversation. That conversation can go on for days because— Yeah, uh,
0: women is, are complex. I mean, you've said okay. that. Yeah. I mean, you've said that um, before. I mean, women are complex and you're right. There's a lot, there's a lot more to it than just kind of the basics. And I think women in general, um, even though there may be from my point of view, like the three basic needs, those needs are very, um, detailed, you know, they're not, they're not just cut and dry compared to men who are, are much simpler, um let's talk about the affection. You know, women like affection and it in even outside the bedroom, you know, they want to have that kiss, they want to have the ass grabbing, they want the man to touch them, you know, um to make them feel special. They want that like, you know, hey, you look beautiful and you know, they want that kind of um that connection outside the bedroom. And, you know, I mean, and so, so kind of, I mean, just what are your thoughts on that? As far as, as from a man's perspective, is it, is that easy to do? Do you think that's hard to do? Like, how do you feel about trying to meet that need of a woman? Do you think women are not generally happy because there's not enough of it? Do you think men just don't like to do those kinds of things? What are your thoughts?
1: Um, I definitely feel that when it comes to the affection, uh, this is where roles probably uh end up reversing, just as far as uh you know, being complex versus simplicity. Uh, when it comes to affection, I feel like women could. This is definitely when a woman is at her simplest, and this is where you know it, the littlest things can be the most affectionate right so as a woman you're right like just the kiss on the cheek you know you know like rubbing her hair um you know the grabbing of the ass the the sweet whispering in her ear stuff like that goes a really long way uh but a man may not really be thinking to that point because it's like if you're in a relationship we passed that point a long time ago right that's the stuff we did when we were dating or when i was trying to get you you know, first in the beginning and now into the relationship it's like those are probably not things that you feel uh, are, you know, really necessary anymore or it's just maybe not commonplace it's just not really something that, you know, uh, is going to really be common and like back to the simplicity of, of it all, like yeah, I don't think a woman's necessarily going to tell a man hey, I like it when you you know, kiss me just a little bit. Like, you know, like can you be more affectionate? Um, sometimes if a man is lucky, he will have a woman that is just an open book and will tell him that. And to all the guys out there, if you have a woman that is, you know, really willing to break you down and take you to school so that you can be that perfect boyfriend, you better hang on to her tight, you know, just make sure that you know, you keep her around because that is an asset. If a woman's willing to tell you the things that you can do to meet her, her, you know, criteria or her status quo as far as being affectionate, that's good because I don't really think a lot of women are going to tell a man those things. Those are things that they expect him just to know probably the most primal of all of a woman's urges, of all of her needs. This is her most simple point. It's like, as a man you need to know that it's like, how do you tell a man it's time to slap my ass? Like, I don't think a woman like, yeah, can you you slap my ass when I'm making you fool? Like, I don't think she's going to tell him that, right? And I don't think that's something that she should have to tell him, right? So, it's just at that point where you kind of have to as a man, you have to kind of get to those basics and never stop dating, you know, your girlfriend or your wife. Like you should always. like I don't care if you've been married 20 years, you should still be dating her. You know, it's like, if at that point you are still trying to convince her that, you know, you're good enough for her. You're still trying to, you're still winning her over every day. You're still kind of winning her over. There's never a point where like, yes, in the bigger picture, do I think you should be chasing after anyone? No, I don't think that in the bigger picture, but I'm talking about just, you know, your intimate time, your time being alone, your time of peace and quiet where you're safe and it's time to be affectionate. So, and the bigger picture, no, it shouldn't be that way. You shouldn't be trying to win her still. You should be very secure that you have what you have and it's going to last, okay? Uh, Just as far as the the micro picture, just as far as, you know, those deeper lines and breaking things down, uh, you are still at the point where you're still trying to win her over, right? So if the kiss on the cheek made her blush when you were dating at the start, I guarantee you that it's still effective 20 years into the marriage. So don't stop it. If that's how you got her to be with you then obviously if it's not broke, don't fix it, right? So keep doing it, right? It worked, then, and unless she tells you to stop. There are some women that are going to say, hey, I don't like that. Don't grab my ass. Like, give me my respect. I've dated plenty of women that were that way. It's like the grabbing of the ass was a respect issue. And it's like, no, you're not just going to randomly do that. It's like, I get it, but that's something that she communicated, right? So if she communicates that, then it's good, right? But, you know, if she doesn't say anything, and if she always tends to like it every time you do it, then chances are that that's something that's good, and you should keep doing that for many years to come, right? If a woman doesn't like something, she would generally let you know that, hey, I don't like this. But for the most part, if it's something that she likes, and it's just she naturally shows you that she likes it, she blushes, she giggles, she laughs, and... You know, and if she's always in a better mood for you having done those things, then keep it up. Those are the things that will, in the long run, let a woman know that you care about her and show her that you can be affectionate towards her. And um, that's basically the totality of how to be affectionate with a woman. I don't think that affection is really a thing that goes into, you know, the grande or, you know, the really large, you know, gestures. I think uh, most of affection is just little tiny tidbit things that in the long run builds that bigger picture of affection that, yeah, he's so sweet. He treats me this way, you know. And then, you know, you can add things like that. Like you can buy your girlfriend a gift on a random date. Like, what is this that, you know, I can only buy her something on her birthday or Valentine's Day? That gets pretty dry, too, right? Um, Even try something different. Make your girlfriend think that you forgot her boy. Like, you know, like, let her think that you forgot her boyfriend, uh, I mean, her uh, birthday, right? Let her think that you forgot it and don't call her for that day so that she's ready to, you know, shoot you in the face. And then, you know, the next morning she gets a knock on the door. UPS brings the biggest package that she has ever seen. And you're like, yeah, I got you, babe. Like stuff like that, like things that are kind of corny and cheesy in those ways. Those things go a long way. Don't be afraid to be corny and cheesy. Like, you know, stand outside your girlfriend's uh, window holding the radio like they used to do in the movies or you know, stuff like that. Those things show a girl that you're really into her. If you're not afraid to really just be creative, and you know, like we're all kind of still kids in heart, so like show her that you're willing to embrace those inner child. Like you're like not only are you are you going to nourish the woman in her, but you're going to nourish the girl in her as well. Like I think a lot of these things could go a long way. And, you know, it's all experimentation. It's all about being creative and trying different things. Um, You know, and there's just so many different things that we can do. Um, If you're with someone and you have so much time ahead of you guys, if you guys are planning on spending the next 30, 40, or 50 years together, you guys have plenty of time to try all of those things. So there's really no excuse to not try these things out and see, you know, where you guys can go from there. Um, so, you know, that's really the thing with the affection. Um, the affection is probably uh, where things are a lot more simpler for a woman. As a man, there's really no excuse to why your girlfriend doesn't feel that she is love or has that affection. Um, even if she's, you know, kind of saying that during a time, if it's an argument, of course she's going to say that you never loved her or whatever like that. But it's not about the bad times. It's about okay, when things are good again, now can she see that yeah, you do kind of take care of her, you make sure she's okay, you make sure that she's loved and affection, like you're being affectionate, and things like that. Also um, those are the things in the bigger picture that will show her that, you know, you're in it and you're you're really gonna make sure that in the long run that she knows that, you know, you're the guy that is going to make sure that she feels good when she wakes up in the morning um so yeah that's kind of my piece there on the effect it's really simple
0: yeah and i i I agree i mean i think that if a man truly understands like what the woman likes and the the affection comes easy especially if you maintain that attraction for each other it's kind of something that the the man's going to want to do anyway Um, And it's still going to allow the woman to feel good about herself, you know, and I think that that's really important. And it kind of leads into the bedroom so that the sex and the intimacy, once you get into the bedroom, is just that much more, um, more important, more fun, more engaging. So... Well, Benji, I want to thank you so much for coming on um, and talking about this with me. I think it's really important to kind of get a a man's perspective for sure. And it definitely opens up that communication uh, for our listeners to kind of see um, that it's important that we talk about these things and that we cover these things so that we can make sure that our needs are met both for men and women. So I really appreciate you coming on to all of our listeners, this is Benji, Arm- um, Benji Armstrong with Dark Matters Network. And I want to take the time to thank everyone for listening to today's podcast. I hope you can continue to enjoy um, our discussions and we can be better people today than we were yesterday. Um, if you have any questions, concerns, topic ideas, you can always email me inbox at seductively And I will see you next time on Seductively Serious.